0: in
1: the game, in the game. Yeah. new it's in the game cruise control podcast uh tuesday august 14th with my man denise my man how you doing
0: what it do randy we're back at it
1: that's right man you sound very enthused to be here <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know you know how i do man i'm just trying to um Give you what I know and and, and make sure you know uh, everybody in my apartment's not uh, hearing me yell yell about uh, how excited I am to be on the show. So, you know, you know, as we always do, we're going to talk about basketball and get right into it and let the world know how we, uh, uh, you know, what ad- ideas we have about the uh, ba- basketball atmosphere.
1: I hear that. Are you more excited to be on the show or more excited to, to find out Carmelo Anthony's finally a Houston Rocket?
0: I'm more excited that Melos. A- on the Houston Rockets, and that Mellow can prove all these losers wrong because it just seems like I get the Mellow hate is so heavy these yeah. past couple of weeks. I don't know where it's coming from. Really, I don't. Yeah. It's coming from one season in Oklahoma City? Is that where it's coming from, really? Uh,
1: I would assume so because, um, you know. Previously, with with New York, he even even in New York, you know, I don't mean, you always talk about this all the time, but even with even with New York, he was getting the hate with the, you know, Jeremy Lin stuff, and oh, yeah, he he forced his way out of Denver, and they they had to trade like eight nine dudes to get him there, and then the whole thing with Phil Jackson and him and Mike D'Antoni uh, did not get along, and you know that's why they they traded him last last summer, and. You know, I don't think he did that bad with OKC. I just, I just think it wasn't a good fit with him, Paul George, and, and Westbrook. Um, they made the playoffs. Uh, I mean, I know they lost first round, but you know, the knock on him would be like the defense and you know ad- adapting to today's game and not will- not willing to come off the bench. And I think even today or yesterday recently. You know, Mike D'Antoni still doesn't know if Melo is going to be a starter or, or come off the bench. And, you know, they, they let they, me ask yeah.
0: you, let me ask you a quick question. OK, let's let's get right into the bench conversation. OK, when you put a team together, a team of 12 people, what's what are the reasons that you start a starting five? Are they is your is your reason because they are your best available players to start the game?
1: Yeah, the, the the five that's gonna you know create the momentum, start out you know high energy, not lackadaisical, you know if you if you want to get out there and, and, and you know get a ten point lead, fifty point lead, and do all that, change the tide of the momentum. These are my five guys that are gonna start off every single game and bring that energy for the whole four quarters. But. Uh, again, I'm not saying people off the bench are not valuable. I think there's, you know, six men and people, high energy guys that come off the bench that could be very productive for your team. Uh, you know, seeing Carmelo come off that bench, I mean, would be kind of different. You know, we, we saw it back in the day when, when Iverson did not want to come off the bench and he was uh, a Memphis Grizzly. And my like, AI, you know, it might be that time. Because you know, <laughs> you're not how,
0: starting. How, how? Okay. Who is starting over Melo? Uh,
1: I think. I think. So let, we, let's, let's be yeah. clear.
0: Let's be clear before we go any further, too. When you mm-hmm. mentioned Iverson, Iverson's whole game was predicated on speed. Yeah. Once he lost his speed, mm-hmm. he had to go to the bench. It made sense. Melo's game is not predicated on speed it's not predicated on muscle mellows game is predicated just literally on a jab step and a pull-up that is it which can be literally done for years and a post-up so it, and a post-up and a post-up so when you're talking about him being in the league for 15 years his game can go on forever having stated that if you're telling me, or if someone out there, losers, Mellow haters, if you're out there telling me that you should start P.J. Tucker over Mellow, you're smoking that reefer. If you're trying to tell me you should start, who else is on that team? That's a, a small forward, a power forward. Help me out, uh, Randy.
1: P.J. Tucker?
0: Besides P.J. Tucker, who else is on that team? Uh, that's a power forward, a small forward.
1: Ryan Anderson?
0: You're gonna start Ryan Anderson over Melo. Shut your dirty mouth. <laughs> Who else is on that team? Who else is on that team that's powerful to smart for? Yeah,
1: not, not without without looking, I don't know.
0: See, yeah, see, that's my point. Even without me knowing, or even just me thinking off off the air, just me—I mean, just off the top of our heads—you say PJ Tucker. I said Ryan Anderson. There should be no one starting over Melo if you're talking about putting the best possible lineup on the floor to start the game. So when they talk about, oh, Melo, go to the bench, I'm like, bro, who else is going to produce? Uh, Melo could give you 15 points in his sleep. I'm talking about in his sleep. Like He's a 24, I believe, 24-point scorer over his career. But I'm talking about in his sleep on a bad night, he's giving you 15. P.J. Tuck is giving you 15 on a good night. Ryan Anderson's is giving you 15 on a good night. So when you have Melo giving you 15 on a bad night, doesn't make any sense why these folks are talking about mellow either way
1: yeah, it is yeah. what it is i think i think that becomes very easy for fans to say oh mellow 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 and you know he becomes a a a punching bag for really no reason and i mean is carmelo the, the best defender in the world no but the, the your current mvp ain't the best defender either um so I think I think he's going to a, a a situation. You know, mind you, it's only a one year deal for two point four million. Uh, he gets to be reunited with Mike D'Antoni. So I think that 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 dynamic right there will be just as interesting as the play that you'll get from Carmelo. Um, I think I think he will start, and I think going to Houston might be the better. Situation to go into LA with LeBron and and, and those guys because all Melo really got to do is, is run up and down the court and shoot threes. Like Melo can shoot the ball, he can score.
0: Could and, and you? Could you imagine a starting five of Chris Paul, Harden? Let me back up. Chris Paul, Eric Gordon, Harden, Melo, and Capella. Uh,
1: I, I think what they'll do is Paul Harden, PJ Tucker, Melo Capella. Cause I think if you if you having Paul Gordon, Harden, Melo Capella, I think they need somebody off the bench to 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 produce. That's why I think Eric Gordon uh, is going to remain on the bench. You put Tucker in, in, in the, the the starting five. Who else on that bench? I'm trying to you – know, again, I'm not looking, but I'm trying to re- recall who else. There's no Ariza, no Bahamute. I know that. So oh, you're down look to – I'm going this up
0: right now. Current all right. Houston Rockets roster. Here we go. Let me just go to Google. Let's take a look. Ryan Anderson. Let's see. James Ennis the mm-hmm. third. Nene.
1: Oh, Nene, yeah.
0: P.J. Tucker. hmm uh, Jun Kui, yeah, Jun Kui, Michael Carter Williams.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: Um, and that is pretty much it, sir.
1: So they lose Ariza and Bamute, and they get Mello and MCW, and they keep Compella. Yep.
0: And they keep Compella.
1: Yep. So now, with that being said. Does that still make Houston the second best team in the Western Conference, or do you feel like they drop, but it's a, a small, minor drop, or do you think they, they're still at number two behind the Warriors?
0: They will forever be number two. Behind the Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> hey. There's no one. There's no one toppling that. There's no one toppling the. I, I call them the Infinity. You know, I saw a picture of uh, Steve Kerr with the Infinity gauntlet. Are uh, you familiar with the Infinity uh, the Infinity um, Wars with the uh, Avengers?
1: Yeah, I saw it, yeah.
0: Great movie. So I saw Steve Kerr with the Infinity Stones, and he has six players on his hand that he can shift. Actually, six players, six stones on his hand, on his glove, that he can shift at any time. And those are six, literally six All-Stars. And wait, is it five or six? I think it's Five, yes. Curry, Clay, Draymond, Kevin Durant, um, Iggy. So it's five. I don't think they have six All Stars. So five All Stars that he can move around and shift around, and the, the the league is just not ready for that type of uh, firepower for now.
1: And Cousins.
0: As I was saying, <laughs> six All Stars. Yep. Six All Stars. <laughs> that this guy can literally move around at his disposal and say, go and win me another championship. And it's not going to get any easier for LeBron in L.A. or James Harden in Houston.
1: Oh, no, 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 it's not. Because, listen, the Warriors, like I told you before, they, they can get got. And I know many are saying this move to, to sign Boogie is gonna oh th- this is it they're probably gonna break this seventy three and nine I would say chill out he you don't know, he probably won't get back till March or April you probably won't even need him so right now I already have Golden State at the top I think I uh, seen ESPN or somebody did some rankings about you know where do you see the Western Conference now with you know Kawhi going to Toronto and then De- Demar to to San Antonio, um, you know the Rockets with their moves, you know Utah might move up. I think I saw Portland not even in the mix, which is crazy. I think I think they should be in the mix. New Orleans, um, San Antonio might might make the biggest drop, but you, you just never know. Um, I feel like I'm forgetting somebody, too. I mean, OKC. No. OKC, they kept poor George, and we'll see how him and him and Westbrook just be on their own as far as their dynamic duo. Does Mello leaving OKC kind of make them better? We're going to find out. And uh, who else is out in the West? No, in the, the, I the, the, mean, the Lakers now. I mean, if the you, Lakers.
0: I mean, if you look at it, I mean, you're going to have um, – you just, you're going to have the same eight make the playoffs. It's just going to be shifting in terms of seeding. Well, so wait, 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 State, wait, 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 wait,
1: wait, You can't say the same eight because if the Lakers get in, somebody's out.
0: Oh, excuse me. You're absolutely right. No, it would be is, uh, Den- out. Denver. Denver is going to be out because okay, I think soda? Denver cut the – it was one Houston, Golden State two, Portland three, Oklahoma City four, Utah five, New Orleans six, San Antonio seven. So it would be Minnesota is going to take the the hee haw, <laughs> hee haw. Minnesota is going to get the, the okay. hee haw, the boot.
1: Let's let, let's let let's talk about this. If the Lakers get in, who are let's say who are the three teams that you feel like could be that that may not make it back? So so you're saying Minnesota may not may not make it back.
0: Oh, um, Minnesota's toast. Jimmy Butler doesn't like playing with um, Carl Anthony Towns, and it shows on the court. So I don't believe they're going to repeat forty-seven wins from last year. And they were eighth seed, so they're going to get toasted.
1: What about um,
0: San Antonio? San Antonio will still be there because I, their team is built to play together, and uh, they play defense. So they'll always be in the in, in the playoff playoff hunt. Do always.
1: You, do you see Denver getting in?
0: No, Denver's too young. Denver's too young. The Lakers again. The Lakers. The Lakers will will leapfrog. The Lakers will leapfrog the Clippers, Denver, and Minnesota to take that eighth seed easily. Dallas, Sacramento, Dallas, Memphis, and Phoenix will just continue to
1: be losers. Does Does New Orleans take a little step back? There's no Cousins. There's no Rondo. Do Do they take a step back?
0: No, I think um
1: Wow, really?
0: No, I think um Anthony Davis is still that good to get them in the playoffs by himself without Rondo.
1: So you're telling me without Boogie and without Rondo, New Orleans is better than Minnesota?
0: Chemistry. I like Minnesota. Don't get me wrong, I like Minnesota better than uh, better than New Orleans. I don't see them getting completely Hmm. – I don't know if Rondo's that. So I keep getting Rondo's on the other Lakers. So that's going to be interesting to watch.
1: Before I get to to the Lakers, um, are there more pros than cons? Or do you feel like it's equal with Carmelo going to Houston? And if so, what are the pros, what are the cons of Melo going to the Rockets?
0: number two, he's an all-star. Pro number three, he can score from any part of the court. Cons, hmm. Let's see.
1: What was uh, pro number one? I, I, I didn't hear you.
0: Excuse me. Pro number one, he can shoot. Okay. He can shoot from anywhere on the court. Pro number mm-hmm. two, he can score from any, anywhere on the court. Pro number three, he spreads the court. And adds another, you know, adds another dimension. So Harden doesn't have to be double teamed, but neither will Chris Paul be double teamed. Mm-hmm. Um, pro number four, he's an all star. He's he's seen a lot of uh, basketball, so he knows. Um, he obviously knows D'Antoni's offense. That's another. That's another pro. He knows his offense, and he knows that they play no defense. That's another pro. Um, the only con I could say is no defense. That's the only uh, con I could uh, bring to the table when it comes to him joining the Rockets.
1: Yeah, I, I, I just, I hope the fans can really take a step back and just kind of not be so quick to say, "Oh, the bad move. Oh, he can't play defense. Oh, it's going to be, you know, Rockets. They, they took a step back. They're not as good as last year, and you well,
0: know, well, they're not going to, they're not going to win sixty-five games again. That's number one. So number two, yeah. number two, they lost Trevor Ariza, who played tremendous defense and literally bailed out James Harden, like like you have no idea. So let's be clear. Don't get me wrong. Capella is great in the back, the back um, end, playing defense in the center position. But when you have Trevor Ariza removed from that team, it does take them a step back in defensive efficiency. Right. Having stated that, maybe mellow scoring. Wipes
1: that out. I hope so. I I really do hope so that he becomes this three point juggernaut because that's that's all he's gonna be really, you know, be doing over there. You know, a couple post ups here and there, and um, how quickly do you think Chris Paul and, and James Harden gets acclimated to Carmelo coming on board? It quick, smooth, easy, or it, it'll it'll take some time.
0: People confuse me. Basketball aficionados, people that watch basketball. Let me ask you a question, Um, Randy. Are you familiar with the Dream Team? Hmm? You familiar with the Dream Team, Randy? Of course. Okay. Could you just name some players on the Dream Team, just off the top (laughs) of your head, please?
1: What, Dream Team 1, Jordan, Bird, Magic, Scotty, Barkley, Malone, Ewing, okay. David Robinson, okay, stop. John Stockton.
0: Stop. stop right there. Stop right there. Okay. Now, have these players ever? Excuse me. Have these players ever played together on a team before? Uh,
1: Jordan and Pippen.
0: <laughs> right. Maybe All Star Games. Right. Yeah, but they, have yeah. they really like played together over a period of time? No. How did they perform when they actually started playing together? And and actually had to play against other competition after, you know, a couple of practices and some, some, you know, some Chuck Daly, you know, Chuck Daly seasoning. How long, uh, how do you think, how how did they perform, would you say?
1: Like, like the greatest team ever assembled, basically.
0: Okay. My point bringing up the dream team is this. When you have all-stars, when you have great players joining other great players, it makes the game easier. You saw what happened when Kevin Durant went with Golden State, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. You see when you um, when you have a bunch of AAU players playing together, you see what happens. Everyone's game elevates because the games are easier when you're when you're on a team that doesn't have a great point guard and you're a scorer, and then you go to a team that has a great point guard and you, you're a scorer, guess what? Your your scoring is going to increase because the point guard now is going to get you the ball when you mm-hmm. like it. He's going to get you the ball on the fast break. He's going to get you the ball on the post. He's going to get you the ball when you want it. So all these people talking about Melo and how he needs to adjust, bro, these guys played on USA Basketball it's nothing to adjust to another all-star. It's nothing to adjust to another Hall of Famer because they know what they're doing, I know what I'm doing, and it's just a bunch of us doing it together. So everybody needs to relax. Let the, let the Just grab your popcorn. It's going to be a great season. Mello's going to have a great season because now he's not going to... Um, let me back up a little bit. Let me Let me pause for a second. Randy... Um, you know what? Let me just do this cuz I'd like to uh, point, point guards that played with Carmelo. <laughs> Anthony. I, mean, I could
1: tell you off I could tell you off that right now. Um Cha- go google go. Chauncey Billups, Ray for Austin. Not Ray for Austin. Raymond Felton. Ray for Austin. Uh Ray Felton. Chauncey Billups. Iverson.
0: Okay, let's mm-hmm. do it. You ready? Yes. Anthony Alan Carter, Iverson. Yeah. Alan Iverson, who really wasn't a passer. Let's continue. Mm-hmm. Jason Kidd, who played on one knee. Jason K- let's continue. Chill. Chauncey Billups, he had him in in the middle of his like right before he actually hit his prime, before he went to Detroit, technically, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and they actually went to the Western Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. That's that sounds like an actual um, great season. But I digress. Let's continue. Oh, and he averaged twenty-seven points uh, per game that season. Mm. Mm-hmm. Let's continue. Um, Andre Miller. Andre, no jump Not shot. Bad. Miller. Not
1: bad.
0: Okay. Let's continue. And um, Mike Bibby. Hmm. Let's continue there, Mike Bibby for a year. Um, that was the Knicks. The Knicks got him for, and he averaged two point six points and two point one assists.
1: Mike Bibby, got, that's it. Two points with the Knicks.
0: Two point one. I'm sorry, wow. two point one. And uh, let's see. Yeah, I mean that's pretty Westbrook? much. The, those are the point guards that played. Can't forget Westbrook. With, oh. Westbrook recently yes, but we already know about Westbrook and how he loves to pass don't get me wrong He did average a triple double But this is the same Teammate that Kevin Durant couldn't wait to run a run, run away from after seven years so Having having brought all that to the table. I say this You're hating on Melo because he's not Lifting a team on his back like LeBron LeBron and Melo are two different players. LeBron came into the NBA as a Magic Johnson type who was actually built to get everyone better and to do everything. Fill the stat sheet. Score. Rebound. Pass. Block shots. Defend. Do you know what Melo was brought into the NBA to do? To score. Thank you. Randy, you are a smart young man. I appreciate your show. I I try, man. I try. I try sometimes. Yeah, you you, 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 you you get it. So for those that don't get it, I don't understand the reasoning behind their thought process, but it's very simple to pick up. Mello will be fine in Houston. Mello actually has a point guard worth it's you know, worth his uh, same level and Chris Paul, future Hall of Famer. And he has another uh slash point guard. I call him uh, Steve Nash two point five, James Harden. It's going to be a great show. I can't wait.
1: Well, the, you know, like how we say LeBron has never played with a Hall of Fame coach or played for a Hall of Fame coach. You could say Carmelo has, has never played with a Hall of Fame. Well, I mean, I think J.K. I is going to be Hall of Famer, but I, th- I talk about like more than in one year prime. in their prime. yeah um, yes. You know, to me, the best point guards he's been with was Jay Kidd and, and Billups, because with Billups he got to the Western Conference Finals, and with Jay Kidd he got to the Eastern Conference Semis. So,
0: and you see how he performs with a great point guard. So don't put it, gentlemen, ladies, a lot of people. Uh, I have daily conversations with a lady at my job who despises Mello. She cannot stand him. For what reason, I don't know. Because every time I point to these same things we're discussing now, she circles around and just talks about the one season in Oklahoma City and how he stunk in New York. But whatever. It is what it is. Drive a car with no engine and then talk about, oh, the car was bad. It had no engine. Whatever.
1: Do you like the new Lakers uh, uniforms? Kind of a throwback, nostalgia, paying homage to how it looked in the uh, the Showtime era, you saw that.
0: Oh, I'm looking at it right now as we speak, and quite frankly, it's just another money grab, you dirty sense of bitches. <laughs> I see what you're doing. I uh, see what you're doing there. Oh, uh, they are sexy. I cannot, I cannot tell a lie. They are very sexy. I may have to grab me a little, a little twenty three Lakers. Hmm. Yeah, it is. They're sexy, but I mean, you, you, so again. It's about four colorways. It's a money grab. It is what it is. I think they're sexy, definitely.
1: Yeah, not bad. They go back to the little shadowy, boxy kind of look for the numbers and the same kind of uniforms and the magic in them wars. So I guess LeBron comes into town and says, "Hey, we're changing this whole shit up. I want new uniforms. I want new colorways. We're going we're going throwback style to Showtime." And look, I think it, I think it's it's better looking than. What they had previously. I mean, I don't think it's a major change, but uh, just kind of bringing that old school throwback nostalgia uh, back to LA and the Staples Center. Maybe they win. Maybe they win some more games now.
0: Listen, with man, listen. If you wanted to, if the sports capital of the world is Los Angeles right now. I mean with the soccer going on, with the LA Rams going on, and then you have the Lakers, forget about it. It's a, it's 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 going to be a great year for you know, Lakers sports, uh, you know, LA sports, California sports. And then obviously you you have Golden State, which is, you know, in, in Cali as well. So it, it the West Coast got it all too bad new york can't can't get something like that together but you know the giants will look a little bit different the yankees are you know s- slipped fallen and they can't get up
1: mm-hmm.
0: and the um we already know about the Knicks. so it is what it is unfortunately
1: um yeah nicks uh gotta make that playoff push you
0: know it's just, just, uh, did you did you hear, did you hear your playoff push Such your dirty mouth <laughs> listen Did you hear about um, Bruce Bowen?
1: Yeah. Um, He got let go by the Clippers um, TV people for comments he was making about Kawhi Leonard. And all because the Clippers are going to be in the mix for Kawhi Leonard next year. So you don't want to have anybody on your your broadcast talking badly about someone who you want to acquire next season. So... I don't know if that was good or bad. I don't know if they want just a yes man to talk great about Kawhi Letter and not really give truth or facts or just their, you know, their own opinion. But I did hear about that yesterday. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he should have seen it coming. I mean, when I first heard him speak about it initially, I think it was on um, either if it was you know Wingo, Mike, the old Mike and Mike show, Trey Wingo and um, Golick, Wingo yeah. and Golick he spoke about it first on there but i'm not too sure but when i first heard it i was like well this is the company man from the spurs talking so you know who cares it's not it's he's not talking from a place of uh, objectivity he's talking from a place of biasness he's clearly a three-time championship winning spur mm-hmm. and he has his number retired in san antonio you think he's going to talk bad about the spurs forget about it he's going right. to talk bad about the player no matter what Kawhi's not saying mm. I mean 18 million so yes he did he did get paid 18 million to sit out uh he sat out nine games it is what it is I never 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 um, you know what? let me say not never I really side with a with the with the company or with an owner or with the uh, club I always side side with the player because the player always can get shafted at the end whether it's cut whether it's low balled, whether it's traded when they're on vacation on a boat, they're always shafted. So anytime mm-hmm. I see LeBron sticking it to the sticking it to, you know, Cleveland and saying I'm out without saying anything to the owner, I love it. Anytime I see a guy like Kawhi say, I don't want to play for you guys, I'm gonna just take the year off and he gets paid eighteen million guaranteed money, I'm with it too.
1: Yeah. Um I want to I want to go back to that uniform thing I mentioned, which you know which had me thinking for a topic, and you know you know Lakers going back to the, to their throwback nostalgia joints, and you know I want to get your opinion or your thoughts on w- what are your favorite throwback uniforms in in the NBA, and which. Which throwback uniforms would you want to be seen kind of more often? I know some teams do it; they 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 do a throwback night here and there. But which ones of the throwback nostalgia uniforms in the NBA that stick out to you?
0: Hmm. I like the Phoenix Suns throwbacks. I like. Hmm. Yeah, Phoenix Suns, Dallas. I like the Dallas throwback. I like Phoenix's throwbacks. I like um, even the Cavs throwbacks. I like. I like. You know. I mean. I just like seeing those old teams' uniforms. Something about them just so uh, strikes. You know. Strikes me as 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 dope. Uh, what about you?
1: Uh, I like. I like the throwback. Uh, I, yeah, Phoenix Suns. Yeah. I like the Milwaukee Bucks. There's two of them. One with the the green and purple buck and the one from like way back in the day with with the with the caramel looking buck and he had the ball in his hand spinning. I like those. I like I like the throwback San Antonio Spurs logo, not the uniform. I like the the the, the Atlanta Hawk pack uh, Pac-Man looking joints. I like the 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 old Minnesota Timberwolf joint with with the wolf in the actual logo um the Dallas Maverick, the green one that Derek Harper used to wear I like uh there's a kind of a couple I wasn't too much of a fan of, of that that Utah Jazz with the with the with the mountains on it wasn't too much of a fan of those
0: <laughs> wasn't much of the a the Golden fan. the Golden Peaks of of you I was like yeah, I wasn't uh, much of a fan
1: of the piston joint with the, with the horse on it.
0: That was terrible. That was terrible. That was terrible. But I tell you this. Those are terrible. <laughs> One, you
1: and you know what? The throwback, not pacer, the wave at all. No, the throwback pacer joint with the hand on the ball. Um, Remember that Chuck Person and Reggie Miller era.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Those are definitely
1: dope, chill. Um But i tell you one one uniform that I would never want to see back. Ever. Because they were trash. The Houston Rocket, Houston. where they had the, the rocket, actual rocket ship, whatever, in the logo. This is when uh, Barkley was there, Pippen, and they changed it up the year after they won the championship. And I'm like... What are you guys doing, man? What do you? What is this? I don't like. <laughs> I don't like it. I, I never like the old throwback rocket with the rocket uniforms with the rocket with the with the face on it. No, the Rockets should never bring that bring those joints back. Never.
0: No, there's no, there's no need to do that. I'm, I'm also what I'm doing is um, looking at. Um, these um bad contracts that people are talking about mm-hmm. um Vancouver damn.
1: real quick Vancouver Grizzlies that uniform too fire L Yeah.
0: oh Mike, and, Mike, and um, Mike, michael yeah. Oliver candy
1: <laughs> and the um the the throwback Denver Nugget with the with the city the tricolor city the old matumbo joint I like those. Yeah, I know, me too. I like the. I like that. Yeah, those, those, those were dope.
0: Yeah, those were dope. I did like those. Yeah,
1: but not that rocket shit. No. No.
0: No, let's burn. Just burn it.
1: All right, these bad contracts. What about them?
0: Wow, man, there's a lot of guys stealing money in the NBA, man. I'm looking at. I'm looking at. Um, Yo, yo, son. Um, they got Mike Conley, three years, ninety-seven million. Left. Blake, yeah, B- Blake Griffin, four years, one hundred and forty-two million. Mm. John Wall, five years, one
1: ninety.
0: Not bad. Yo, yo, dogs. That that, that it's, it's insane. Uh, they got Luol dang out there Old Dang's making in 2 years he's making 36 million terrible they got uh who else Hassan Whiteside mm. this dude is making what uh what is this? looks like 100 it was 120 122 million for who Miami is this right
1: oh Whiteside
0: yeah Hassan probably Jesus Christ, Ryan Anderson. Yeah, I definitely remember the Ryan Anderson uh, hey, um, contract.
1: Chandler Parsons, <laughs> another
0: one. Yeah, Chandler, Chandler, he hit, hit the lottery. <laughs> he knows he's stealing money. He just doesn't care anymore. He's done. I think he's out of the league. If I'm not mistaken, I think he's out of the league. Hold I think on. He's where is there?
1: he? I think uh, he he he's somewhere. He he ain't that stupid. No. He's somewhere.
0: No, he's not. Chandler Parsons, where are you? Let's look him up. Chandler Parsons is with, uh, Oh, he's still, he's still with the Memphis Grizzlies. Wow. Interesting. Amazing. Still- this is, this is, Oh, well they, they have some video of him working out and, uh, they say he's, uh, it appears he's a hundred percent healthy, but I mean, to he, t- his contract is crazy. And, uh, he got a max deal uh, again. If you had to, if, who would need these players, too, as a matter of fact? Now I'm thinking about it. You got Nicholas Batum. Uh, yeah, They mentioned Chandler Parsons, Evan Turner. I don't even know who I want out of all of these. Who would I want first? Who would I want first out of all of these?
1: Let me of- Let me ask you this. Out of all the guys, aside from LeBron, out of all the guys the Lakers signed over the summer of the Rondo Beasley, Lance Stevenson, JaVale McGee. Who do you think again, aside from LeBron, who do you think is, will become the biggest X factor for LA?
0: There you go. You there? I'm here. You heard me? I uh, talk to me. Go ahead, I said from
1: me. all the people that, that, that the LA signed this summer, uh, uh aside from LeBron, Rondo, Beasley, McGee, Lance, who do you think will be or should be the biggest X factor for the Lakers?
0: Rondo. Rondo's the biggest X factor because people, people, you know, what people fail to realize with with Rondo is he's one of the main reasons why that, that, New Orleans team went as far as they did, number one. Number two, he's usually in the top three in the league in assists every year. Number four, he really still hasn't developed a really consistent jump shot yet, which is scary. He doesn't he doesn't take threes. But yet he still leads the league in assists, no matter what team he's on. So I think it takes it does take some pressure off LeBron, but Mm -hmm. what I'm interested in seeing is how teams defend the Lakers because you really technically have no shooter on that roster. You have no shooter like someone who's literally paid to shoot on that roster. Brandon Ingham, he can't shoot. And I'm talking about shooter. Like, I'm not talking about when you leave them out there, are they going to shoot a Paul high percentage from yeah, three? Yeah, no, because this is a three point league now. So, I mean, besides LeBron James, but Lonzo Ball, Ben Ingram, Rondo, Kyle Kuzma, Lance. Let's not talk about JaVale. Lil Deng, Josh Hart, Caldwell Pope. You know what I like? You know what? They do have a shooter. But he may not even be on the roster. The dude from Kansas. I was watching him play. Is this the guy from Kansas? I think this is the guy from Kansas? I was watching him play. Um, or oh, maybe not. Maybe he's not from Kansas. Let me see. Oh, Josh. Yeah, he's from Kansas, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't pronounce his name. It's V. He's Ukrainian. V. It's V. <laughs> v. Michael- 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 Malila. Malila anyway yeah i was i always liked him when he was in kansas when i saw him play in the uh the d league i mean not the d league the um summer league he was killing he was killing folks so um he's the only shooter and he's about six eight other than that they have no don't forget michael beasley the killer michael beasley um other than that they have no three-point shooter that that I believe would be consistent enough to, you know, I can see Steve Kerr looking at his roster saying, okay, everybody just sag in. Don't don't allow drives and let them shoot and we'll win. Mm. And that's a be a, that'll be a great defensive strategy to, for this team. They need to get they need to get some shooters and fast. I don't know if they're gonna do it during a trade deadline, but they need to do so and quick.
1: So right now they have LeBron, Rondo, Beasley, McGee, Lance, Josh Hart, Lonzo Ball, Kuzma, Ingram, um, uh, Pope. I feel like I'm missing somebody.
0: No, I I, I said it all. Josh, I said it all. LeBron, Lonzo, Ingram, Rondo, Kuzma, Lance, JaVale, McGee, Laura Dank, Josh Hart. You got Ingram. I mean, don't. He just, don't, 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 just,
1: don't count Luau Dang, please. Okay. I'm not even a Laker fan, but don't even count Luau Dang.
0: Cobalt Pope.
1: Yeah, got him.
0: Uh, and and I said pretty much. I said Michael Beasley and the Alex, Alex Caruso. Other than that, they ain't, they ain't got no shooters. So. Right.
1: So what? It, well, is the pl- it is playoff team. I know they're a playoff team, but I'm saying like. I mean, I'll be really, really shocked if the Lakers don't make it. But playoffs, where do you see them? In the top four, the bottom four?
0: No, no, no. Stop it. Stop it. Top I'm four. asking stop you. It. Stop it. Listen. Do the um, Lakers
1: get home court advantage in the playoffs?
0: Do the Lakers get home court advantage in the playoffs?
1: That means, the, that, that means they got to be in the top four. Are they top four? All the bottom four, five, six, seven, eight.
0: Let's see here. Mm. (laughs) They're going to be between four and six.
1: Okay, I mean, I I can I, I can see that.
0: LeBron can give you between four and six, and with four and six gives you. In the Western Conference, you got to win one, two, three, four.
1: At least 55, 52, 50 games, 53. Mm-hmm. Or somewhere in that range.
0: So LeBron gives you 48. Easy. LeBron gives you. LeBron gives you twenty five by himself. Mm-hmm. So not even thirty. I think he's thirty games by himself. They just got to find a way to win seventeen without him. What well, I mean, but without him, I mean if he has a bad game or something, or well, he needs help, he needs about you know seventeen games. Long, you know, leave seventeen games for everybody else to win. Yeah, I can see that happening. Right. Yeah, forty between four and eight. Like I was telling you, he's going to leapfrog Denver. Denver and Denver, and Minnesota are in trouble because with, with LeBron coming in, that HC is not going to be just given to them. They're going to have to earn it. And I don't see them fighting for that.
1: Well, I think, I think between four and six, if everybody you know remains healthy um, and they mesh and get that chemistry on, on, on board, I think four and six ain't bad. That means that means you're going to have golden state, Houston, what, OKC above them?
0: Golden State, it's going to be like this. It's going to be Golden State. It's going to be Houston. It's going to be Portland. It's going to be Utah. It's going to be Oklahoma City. Then it's going to be New Orleans. Then it's going to be San Antonio. And, and the then Lakers. it's going to be the... The Lakers. Lakers. Yeah. Somewhere in between the New Orleans, San Antonio, Lakers, they can flip-flop either their position. Mm. But, yeah, but, you know, Sacramento, Dallas, Memphis, and Phoenix, the JV they're going to be sent home and they're going to enjoy vacation and uh the rest of the guys are going to you know keep playing I, I just i mean i just wish you know even with dallas i just wish that derek would just hang it up you know he's just he's just adding losses to his uh, illustrious career for no reason mm.
1: last one i got for you you know you know recently nba tv has been doing these um you know, every day is dedicated to a certain team. So, they, they, they will show, that in that particular day, the greatest games from that team. So, that the Knicks, Pacers, Bulls, it'll be a Chicago Bull Day.
0: It'll be a, a to it there you are. I lost you for a second. Looks uh, like they're trying to take us off because we're talking all that good stuff. I know, right?
1: Mm-hmm. I was saying, NBA TV recently has been doing these, you know, particular days where they, they dedicate – a certain day to a certain team and they broadcast their greatest game. So I, I think it was yesterday, all Miami heat shit. And before that, anyway, so I, I see some of these games. I see some of these teams and I wanted to actually real quick, you know, some of these teams that, um, were assembled were, were, were really good or great, but they never won a championship. Um, and I know there's been a lot of good teams, great teams recently that on paper be like, oh man, from top to bottom, they can't be stopped. But when it comes playoff time, they just they just did not get it done. So my question is
0: there you go. Okay, I didn't hear you. Sorry.
1: My question is, what are some teams in NBA history that you remember that were, were really good all year, stacked could have won a championship, should have won a championship, but did not. In history, I mean, from what you, from what you, from what you from what you, you recall, from what you remember. Not saying back in nineteen seventy four. I'm just saying from what you've been able to see.
0: The Sacramento Kings
1: from 02.
0: You know, yet yeah, There you go. So you know exactly what I'm talking about. I did have Mike that. Bibby.
1: I did have that one.
0: Mike Bibby. Teja Stijakovic, Chris Webber, Doug Christie, Vlade Diva, One of the best starting fives of all time. One of the best passing teams of all time. Mm. One of the best shooting teams of all time. They should have won a ring. It was basically etched in stone that they should have won a ring based on a referee who literally stated in a book and was literally arrested for shifting the game towards the Lakers. So... That's one team. The Phoenix Suns with Charles Barkley, Dumas, uh, Dan Marley, KJ, Kevin Kevin Johnson, mm-hmm. uh, Oliver Miller. Um, that team that lost against the Bulls was that was the I think that was was that Charles Barkley MVP year. I think it was. Yeah, I think that, that was, was uh, nine, ninety
1: three.
0: Yeah, that team was crazy. So. Um, Seattle Supersonics, Gary Gary Payton, Hawkins, Sean Kemp, Detlef Schrempf,
1: Reggie Pierce,
0: Reggie Pierce, and Perkins. Whoa. Also, they ran into Michael Jordan, but let me tell you how crazy that team was. Crazy, and that was, and that's, and that's pre. That's not even adding. They had Dale Ellis at one point too. Was one of the yeah. greatest shooter, th- shooting, three point shooting uh, specialists of all time. Or you can go to the Indiana Pacers with Mark Jackson, Reggie Miller, the Dale brothers, um, Rick Smith's one of the best centers of all time. That team should have won a championship as well. Um. Yeah, I think those four, those four teams, are probably the teams where I was just like, they should have won a championship, but for one reason or the other, they did not.
1: The ones that I, that, that I had were the two Sacramento Kings, um, the 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 '94 Sonics, where they lost in the first round to to, to Denver. Um.
0: Oh, they were loaded.
1: I mean, I, I listen. If the Sonics were gonna win one championship in the, in the whole career, 1994 was the year. So yeah, we get we got Houston and New York in the finals, but it, it could have been Seattle in New York. Um. Anyway, um. The 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 95 Orlando Magic when they got swept by Houston, young Shaq. Oh, you talking Penny.
0: about young your Penny Shack? oh yep. uh, they didn't have Grant yet, did they? No, they had uh Nick Anderson, Penny, Dennis Scott. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I had um, the 05 Phoenix Suns when Steve Nash first got there with Amari, Sean Marion, Joe Johnson, Q Rich, and they were they got bumped by San Antonio in the conference finals, and that was Steve Nash's first first MVP year. I feel like Phoenix the, um, yeah.
0: That team definitely should have won a championship. Absolutely. If it wasn't for... If it wasn't for Robert Horry being angry and bumping Steve Nash because he was getting angry, and Steve Nash was killing them. When I say killing them, yeah, he was killing them. And if I'm not mistaken, wasn't Tony Parker on that team?
1: Yeah, but the thing, the one you're talking about was not the one I'm talking about. The the one I'm talking about was 05. I know they they played later on, um, in the playoffs, probably '07, so, mm-hmm. that was the one where Ori hit Nash and dude he got suspended and yeah. So oh, okay. yeah okay. um The last one I had was the 2000 Trailblazers. I
0: forgot about them. Terry Porter. No, no. I'm lying. Damon Stoudemire. Yep. Pippen. Yep. Arvidas Sabonis. Rosh Wallace. Brian Grant. They should have won a chip as well.
1: Steve Smith, Bonzi Wells.
0: <laughs> and they were literally one, I think, a three point shot away from actually beating. Beating. Um, the Lakers. L.A. Did L.A. and Robert Horry save the day again. Yeah, I remember that. Wow. Wow. Well, well
1: that was Sacramento. That was Sacramento. The one i talk about with Portland. Or
0: other. Oh, that was. That was second You're right.
1: Portland was up by 15 in game seven, and they just crumbled.
0: Uh, wait, so wait, yeah, again, up uh, was uh, was that the was that the, the second was that the second LA
1: championship? The first one of of the three. People.
0: Yeah. So it, it it can it literally could be the two out of those three championships because the third one was against the Nets, correct? Yeah yeah two out of those three championships they the NBA gave it to them it could be argued but I digress I don't want to get the conspiracy theorists after me however however those two teams that they beat uh Portland and Sacramento were one of the best teams assembled from top to bottom and it literally uh, did they both both games with game seven correct yeah. Yeah, and Portland was up seventeen. I uh, don't know, fifteen points, and lost. Fifteen. And then we already, yeah, we already know about how Sacramento was was done. So I find that very interesting. It really is interesting.
1: Hey man, I like to bring up some interesting topics when there's nothing really much going on in the world of the NBA. I know next month you start getting that training camp and stuff like that, and the season starts in two months, which I know we can't wait. So um can't wait can't wait man hey did, did did you see Gordon Hayward dunking now you saw that
0: Gordon Hayward? oh let yeah. man listen I'm I'm excited I mean Doug, I mean when he broke his leg I was I was you know I was telling folks I'm like you yeah. rather you rather you have your leg broke than a ACL or a tendon because you never know how those heal. Mm-hmm. But if you ever want to see how a person can come back from a broken leg, just look at Paul George.
1: Yeah, I, I was nasty. Paul George and Gordon Hayward. I, listen, man, Boston's is going to be tough this year. Full roster, Gordon Hayward back. It's going to come down to them in Philly for the finals, man, and um should be very interesting. Um, Denicio, my man, always appreciate it. You can follow him on Twitter at Denicio Shoots. You can follow me at Randy J. Cruz, R-E-N-D-Y, the letter J-C-R-U-Z. You can find the podcast on both SoundCloud.com slash Cruise Control Podcast and iTunes as well. Download, rate, comment, subscribe, show love and support to what we do. Denicio, my man, always appreciate it.
0: Yo, yo.